Welcome to Why Not, a podcast for creatives hosted by life coach and musician Jill Morris. That's me. Here, we're creating the life they told you wasn't realistic, we're going full-time with the hobby they said you'd grow out of, and we're throwing away the backup plan. Because why not live the exact life that you truly want? You in? Let's go. Welcome back, friend. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Why Not podcast. I'm so thrilled. And I just have to say, before we dive into today's episode, that Aaliyah is now on Spotify and you know what? It just was really throwing me back and making me feel nostalgic and nostalgic. I don't know. And uh, I've been listening to One in a Million and some of her older songs. They're like slowly releasing her albums on Spotify. And the, uh, what is that movie that she was in? Romeo Must Die soundtrack is coming out on my birthday next week. I can't wait to listen to it. I haven't listened to it in so long. And... I don't know if you listened to Aaliyah growing up, uh, but I certainly did and was a huge fan and what a loss to the music community. Um, And I just want to say that because it's been, I think sometimes even as a musician, I forget how much music affects me. And so I've been listening to it and just really feeling in the vibes and feeling ready to work and get some stuff done and be creative and... There's a magic to music, and even though I know it, there's like the visceral knowing that I sometimes forget. And so this is your just little reminder to listen to something that makes you feel good today, maybe something nostalgic or nostalgic, I don't know. Uh, But I've been listening to Aaliyah, and it's making me feel really good. And I also am just coming out of being sick. I thankfully had two negative COVID tests while I was sick, but had some bug and this last week was kind of a challenge. And I do bring this up for a reason other than just sharing with you little pieces of my life. But one thing that I really noticed being sick this last week is, you know, the minute I woke up and I really, I had body aches, I had a fever, like I really didn't feel good. There was no way I was going to like be productive in any way. Uh, the moment I knew that, I canceled everything for that day and luckily didn't really have anything I needed to do the couple days following that. It was my weekend. But it was the first time I didn't feel guilty about it. Probably ever. Probably ever. Uh, because it's always been really hard for me to take rests, to ask for what I need, to ask for help. Uh, to not just go above and beyond, to not be the one person doing the group project and just like volunteer myself for that role. Um, That's kind of my tendency. It's been my tendency. And I think it's been fueled by social anxiety, general anxiety, um, things that I've dealt with in my past and things that still, of course, come up. I don't think that you just like get over (laughs) these tendencies, but I now have tools to manage them and work through them. And so... I was able because I have really worked on my mindset and worked on taking care of myself and shifting my habits and shifting my boundaries that I didn't feel guilty because one, you shouldn't like you just, if you're going to say should to anything, you should not feel guilty for taking care of yourself. But also because I really, again, like kind of the similar thing of like, you know, you know, you have the thing and then there's the visceral knowing of like actually believing and feeling it in your body. And I viscerally feel and know in my body, it just doesn't serve anybody for me to not take care of myself. 
And so even if it means the day sucks for someone else, it would not be better if I abandoned myself and didn't take care of myself and worked through being sick. It just wouldn't. Like, yeah, maybe some like marginally small things would be easier for someone else. And of course, like, I wish that didn't have to happen. But, you know, we can't control a lot of things in life. And if you can't control it, then you just have to do what you can about what you can control. And what I can control is taking care of myself. And if I don't, then I'm going to be sick for longer. And that certainly doesn't serve anybody. So it's really a visceral knowing that maybe is is something that you've already come around to, but has taken me a very long time to fully integrate into my being and have it just be a no-brainer. Like I wake up, everything's canceled today because I don't feel good and not just, you know, I feel kind of sluggish, but like I'm not functioning the way that I need to function in order to do the things that are on my calendar. So those things are going to be put off. And as whatever emotions I feel about that are fine, but it doesn't change the actions that I'm taking. And that's really a, a core tenet of my coaching is that all emotions are welcome. All emotions are valid. And we, we choose our actions based on where we want to go and who we want to be, not based on how we're feeling. Because when we base our actions based on how we're feeling, then we're reacting. That's what's happening. Because our emotions are a reaction. So then if we take the action from the emotion, we're reacting to something. And that's not to say that there's something wrong with that. And of course, like, there are good reactions to things. But just to say that it is important to be aware, I think. To be aware of your emotions, aware of what you're choosing to do, aware of the fact that you need to take care of yourself. And so I just wanted to share that because it is possible if it's something that you do struggle with, like taking time off, resting, taking care of yourself when you're not feeling well, for whatever reason. Um, it, It just, it doesn't matter what the reason is. If you're not feeling good, what needs to happen? Like, what is my capacity today? It might be different from normal days, quote unquote normal days. And so what does that mean for me? Like, what do I need to choose something different? Is this a feeling that I just do need to like push through? I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I wanted to bring it up because it's an important lesson. And I think that it's, it's not socially accepted a lot of the time. Like we're just supposed to quote unquote, of course, supposed to show up and act like everything's fine. Just work 40 hours a week and it doesn't matter how you're feeling and you just do it and produce, produce, produce. And I'm not here for that. I'm not here for it. We all need to rest. And this doesn't really segue into the topic today, but I think they do pair well together. Uh, The topic today that I want to talk about is choosing what you want, not what you've done. And let me explain a little bit. So something that I hear come up with my clients, and I do hear this from my peers as well, is oftentimes when we're like, okay, how am I going to move forward with the thing that I'm trying to do? The way that a lot of people make the plan to get there is like, okay, what is realistic for me right now? Meaning, usually meaning like, well, I'm not feeling super confident. So when I feel confident, then I'll like do this piece of it. 
and okay, so my job is this hours. And so if I want to like do this other thing in my life, it's going to have to fit in between that. So that's the plan is like to make it fit into like my life right now. Like people set goals to make them fit into the current life that they have, which is fine. That doesn't mean that you don't do that. But I think a lot of times what we're discounting is that what you actually really want is something completely different. Like you might not even want the current job. You might. It's fine. This still applies to you. The point is that it's not about what is realistically possible right now. And of course, I'm always questioning what that even means, but whatever your brain thinks that it means right now, like whatever you're thinking is realistic right now. What I want you to ask yourself instead is take away the right now and like take away who you've been, take away what you've done, what you've accomplished, unless it serves you, unless it's something that you're like, I did that, that was really cool. I know I'm capable of that. That's neat, keep that. And then ask yourself, what do I want? If anything was possible, if I knew I would succeed no matter what, if I was the person doing the thing that I wanna do right now, what do I want? And that's the goal that you set, and that's how you make the plan, and not, as that person right now, but that's the goal, right? And you you set the immediate plan from where you are right now of like, okay, so right now we're gonna have to fit it in around the day job. Cool, okay, got it. But the ultimate goal is to not have the day job. So what does that plan look like? And let's go further and that's the bigger plan. How can we build that in right now? I think what a lot of people are doing are like, fitting things in around the day job and not thinking longer term of what the longer term real dream plan is because they're so stuck in like what's possible right in this moment. That's great for like day to day. That's great for short term action steps, but not for longer term goals and not for really creating the life that you want. If you really want to create the life that you want, you have to let go of who you've been and what you're doing right now and then intentionally decide what you're keeping and what you want to add in. That's what it's about. It's not about like completely throwing away who you've been and your past and what you're doing right now, but it's just intentionally choosing what do I want to keep doing? What do I want to keep in my life moving forward? Where do I really want to go? If I really think about it on a big scale, like my whole life, if anything was possible, what do I want? Not what's possible this moment. Not what can I do? Not what do I have the the background to do right now? If you don't have the background to do the thing that you really, really, really want to do, that's your step number one. Get that background. Get that experience. Get that knowledge. It doesn't matter how long it's going to take because the other option is not ever doing it and using that time doing something that isn't what you really want to do. You can choose that. Of course. It's your life. But why? Why would you choose the thing that's okay, but not what you really want? If you're going to choose it, just know why. You might have a good reason. I don't know. But question it. Why wouldn't you go after exactly what you want? And I am going to do a podcast episode on this concept of acting as if the person right now without treating your external circumstances as if they were 
how you want them to be. Meaning, I think, and this is just one little example, but I think sometimes in the, like the money mindset space, people are like, act as if the rich version of you or whatever. And then people will take that to mean like spend all of this money. And it's not that. It's like, if you were the rich version of you, how would you spend the money that you have right now? How would you handle the money that you have right now? It's that sort of mentality. It's stepping into that version of you in your current circumstance to create the circumstance that you really want. So we'll go deeper into that in a future episode. So stay tuned, of course. But the thing is that our natural tendency is that we use the filter of our past to create our future, which then just creates more of our past. So we're not thinking about who we want to be and making decisions from that space. We're thinking about who we've been and making decisions from that space, which is literally just repeating the past in new and fun ways. That's fine. But you want something better than fine. I know you do. You wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't. I just don't believe that. I just, like, why? This podcast is called Why Not? But truly, why? <laughs> you know? And the way that you get out of using the filter of the past is that you decide what you want independent of the past, independent of your current reality. What do you want? And listen, could this be scary? Sure. But so is continuing the same cycle over and over again. Like something new is usually something scary, especially because our brains literally are like, please don't do that. You could die. But that could happen anyway. Like (laughs) we just, there's no guarantees. So you might as well go after exactly what you want and create the plan to go there instead of say, Well, I would really like to be a full-time musician, but, you know, that's not really possible. So, like, I'll just take, you know, playing sometimes at my house, like, you know, just practicing by myself. Like, I just want to make more time for that because that fits into my current life. That's fine. Again, like, whatever you want is fine. But I would just question, like, if you do really want to be a full-time musician, then make that the goal. Who knows how long it's going to take? You could put your mind to it, all of your intention on it, and it could happen much faster than you think, but it's certainly never going to happen if you never put your intention in it. And it's, that is, you being a full-time musician is never going to happen if you keep making the goal of, I just want to make more time to practice during my week. Because your intention is just on practicing. Your intention isn't on being a full-time musician. And insert whatever large goal and tiny goal that you're working on right now that works for you. Will things take time? Sure. Will they be hard? Sure. Will it be winding and confusing and messy? Sure. But is that really worse than not ever going after it? I don't think so. Like, I wrote a post today on Instagram about how the beginning is really fucking hard. But The regret you could feel by never starting something and seeing it through, the regret you would feel by quitting the thing that you really want is going to feel worse. It's going to feel worse than how hard it's going to be to get what you want. I would just always rather, you're going to have hard days no matter what you choose. Like life is 50-50. We're always going to have struggle, challenge, and really great things, joy. You know, it's always going to have a balance. Do you want the balance to exist within something you don't care that much about? Or do you want the balance to exist within something you care deeply about? 
could the balance be more extreme? Like the the two sides of the balance, could they be more extreme in that case? Maybe. You just choose what you want. Choose which. I always think like choose which positive side I prefer rather than which challenge side I would rather not have. I will take the, the deeper challenge for the deeper joy every time. Maybe I shouldn't say every time. There's not everything I, I need to have deep joy in. But that's the point. You just ask yourself the question. It doesn't have to be, like, life doesn't have to be, I always choose this or I always choose that. I think that that is just, like, our, our world is so, at least maybe just here in the States, I don't know, but is so interested in this binary of life and it just doesn't exist. Life exists in the nuance. But you even hear me say it because it's so ingrained. Like, oh, I'll, I'll always choose the joy. That's not even true. <laughs> Life is nuanced. There's no binary. There's balance. Yes, of course. So the point is just choose what you want. And then anytime your brain is like, well, here's what's possible right now. Like, we can't go after, like, the big thing because, like, <laughs> that's not going to happen. What's, like, the, the compromise that we'll make for, like, what's possible right now? I think also, too, that's part of it is, like, well, what's possible right now? I don't want to wait for the thing that I actually really want. Like, I just I'll compromise and take the thing that's okay and, like, close enough right now. You can always choose that. But I would encourage you as your coach, to take the potentially, not even guaranteed, but potentially longer path towards the bigger goal, the thing that you want much more. Thank your brain for its input and stay focused on what your heart desires and what you really truly feel called to on the thing that you're like, that would just be the best. Choose that. That's the life you want. Why are we compromising with ourselves for what we want? Like, why? I don't, I reject it. You choose what you want and then you create the plan from there, like from where you actually want to go. Use the information from the past, like what has been possible up till now. How can I stretch that a little bit? take some action, move forward. And then the next time you ask that question, what's possible now is going to be further than when you asked it the last time because you stretched yourself. And that's how you do it. And you just keep going. And that is how I work with my clients is we ju just keep asking, okay, what's been possible and how can I stretch that just a little bit further? And then we just keep stretching and stretching and stretching until you get to where you want to go. That's it, my friend. You just keep going. You commit to what you actually really want, not what your brain is like, well, this is realistic. This is what's possible. This is what we've done. This is what we're, we know that we're capable of. You don't know what you're capable of yet. You've not challenged it. If you're saying that, if you're saying, well, this is what I'm capable of, you are literally not challenging what you're capable of. So it's untrue. I mean, it's true in that, yes, you are capable of that, but that's not the limit. It's not. Challenge it. Go further. Keep going. Get the thing that you actually want. Okay? 
fired up. I want you to get it. I want you to have the life that you want. That's why I'm doing this work. That's why I'm here because I put my needs, the things that I really truly wanted, I put them on the back shelf for so many years. And it's only in this year of my life, I'm going to turn 34 next week that I'm like, oh, I actually could do whatever I want if I just make that the plan, commit to it and keep going. I'm very annoyed. But this is what society sets us up, sets us up for. And so I am here to say, no, <laughs> do what you want. Doesn't mean you're just like reckless abandon, you know, I don't know. I don't even know what you think is, is going to happen. You still make a plan. You still live in the now and make the plan for where you want to be and just Find where that could exist right now in in the closest form you can get and you keep transmuting that until you get closer and closer and closer and you get to where you want to be. And then you get to enjoy that and then you're like, oh, I'm here. I could go even further. It's incredible. Okay, so choose what you want, not what you've done. Don't let the past dictate your future. I know we hear this a lot, but I wanted to dive into this in a way that I hope is landing for you in a different, like, visceral way where you can really see, like, it's about choosing what you want and not what your brain thinks is realistic right now. Now, we've talked about on the podcast what realistic even means, and I always want to challenge that, but I want to acknowledge that, of course, yes, our brains are going to tell us what it thinks is realistic right now. And so you just say, okay, that's cute. Thank you so much. I'm going to stretch that and I'm going to go for the thing that maybe even doesn't seem realistic right now. I'm just going to go ahead and be delusional about it and get what I want. If I'm delusional on the way to what I want and I get what I want, I'm fine with it. I don't need to be realistic. Of course, I'm always challenging what I think realistic is. It's such a, I mean, it's a what does that word even mean? It means something different to everybody. It's subjective. So decide for yourself that what you want is realistic because you've decided it and you've committed to it and you just keep making the plan to move forward towards it. And then you get it and then you live the life that you want. It's beautiful. It's possible. It's possible for you. It's possible for you right now. I would be honored to help you get there because it is really hard on your own. I will say that. I am a very stubborn DIYer. <laughs> but every time I ask for help, I get what I need. And I get what I want. And that's possible for you. And I would love to help you get there. Because I'm so fired up about this. And I just want you to live the life that you want, whatever that looks like for you. Okay. I am sending you love and health. And I will see you next time. Bye. If you liked this podcast, I want to invite you to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. It all starts with a consult call where I will show you exactly how the life you really want is inevitable, and then we'll get to work making it so. To book that call, head to the link in the show notes or go to jillifred.com forward slash consult. That's J-I-L-L-I-F-R-E-D.com forward slash consult and choose the day and time that works best for you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.